0: favorite thriller. Presented by the Thriller Fiction Podcast. Jim Heskett talks to thriller authors about their favorite thriller books. And now, here's your host. Hey, I'm talking today with Joe Michaels. Joe, how you doing?
1: I'm doing fantastic.
0: Excellent. Thanks for coming on the your favorite thriller show. Uh, I'm going to read a little bit of your Amazon bio, and then you can tell me how much of it is true.
1: Perfect.
0: <laughs> All right. Jo Michaels loves writing horror. Lo- loves writing novels that make readers gasp in horror, surprise, and disbelief. While her browser search history has probably landed her on a list somewhere. Mm-hmm, I can relate to that she still dives into every plot with gusto hoping the man will realize she's a writer and not a psychopath about to go on a rampage her favorite pastimes are reading watching investigation discovery and helping other authors realize their true potential through mentoring she's penned the award-winning pen pals and serial killers series and the best-selling educational book for children writing prompts for kids which has rocketed the kids that use it into several awards of their own That's an impressive resume. Joe, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself and your writing?
1: Oh my goodness. (laughs) Well, what do you want to know? I have, I dabbled in a lot of genres before I decided on thrillers. And the reason I did was I was looking whenever I first started out to change the way some one person thought, like change, change their mindset. And when I got that message from that reader, I was like now i'm free to write what i want so <laughs> then i jumped into the thriller genre which my mother it was her favorite so if you saw my bookshelves you would see i, I inherited her books when she passed and it's all dean coons um mary higgins clark <laughs> she just she loved the thriller writers so my writing um i think i have 35 40 books published to date i really don't count Um, but I just, it's something that I really enjoy, you know, you write it so you don't actually do it.
0: (laughs) Mm. (laughs) Sure. I get that. So Joe, here's probably the most important question of the interview. Uh, if you were a fruit or a vegetable, which one would you be and why?
1: Oh, wow. That, that might be a hard one. Um, fruit or vegetable. I would have to say strawberries Okay. and because when I was little, we grew up, I grew up in Tennessee, so I grew up next door to a man that, that, his name, I called him big daddy. He was a very big man and he was like a surrogate father and he grew strawberries in his backyard and he would pass them to me through the chain link fence because I was not allowed to go into where the strawberries were growing. So strawberries for sure.
0: Gotcha. <laughs> All right, Joe. So this is your favorite thriller. So you're a thriller author, and we're talking about your favorite thriller book. And the book that you wanted to talk about is Sharp Objects, who, is, which is by, and we had to look this up uh, beforehand to make sure we got our name right. It is Gillian Flynn, not Jillian Flynn, which we both thought, but it's actually Sharp Objects by Gillian Flynn. Um, can, why don't you tell us a little bit about that book? Like, What's it about without getting into spoiler territory?
1: Um, This book is actually about a reporter who is sent to her hometown to cover a series of murders, Um, and she has just gotten out of a mental hospital, so to say that it's unreliable narrator is kind of like the underlying theme, (laughs) Um, because you never really can believe what she's seeing is actually what she's seeing, and, and you get that from page one. So I thought that that's why it's my favorite because there are a lot of twists and surprises in this book.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. I've, have you seen the HBO miniseries?
1: Okay. I tried to watch it. I did. I, <laughs> I got through the first two episodes and I was like, nah, because it's just not as, as detailed as the book. They never mm. are, but it's just, I just didn't like it as much.
0: Yeah. Uh, I saw the miniseries. I've also read that book. I've read all three. She has three books, right? Gillian Flynn is, has- Only three books I think
1: she has like five books really yes three of them have been made into movies Um, dark places sharp objects and gone girl
0: Um, yeah well I I I read sharp objects and I enjoyed it and it's it's really hard to talk about any Gillian Flynn novel without getting into spoilers right because they're all so twisty and things just uh, things change from one scene to the next and you never really know what's going to come right
1: yes very definitely
0: so tell us about the hero of Sharp Objects. Who's the main character and what makes her tick?
1: She's a mess is what she is. She's she was abused by her mother and just she was she was she's literally a psychological mess. She she drinks all the time. She's not all there every second of the day. Um she comes from a really twisted up family. Her mom was not all there, I don't think. And, you know, by the end you kind of feel bad for her, but then you're like, hooray, because she kind of cleans herself up by the end of the book, you know? Uh, but I just loved her because she was that that mess that some people truly are. Like, we can relate to her very easily.
0: Yeah. So from what I remember the book, I don't think we can really talk about the villain much without spoiling anything, because it's a murder mystery. But I do remember that there are a lot of forces working against her uh, in her hometown, from what I remember, right?
1: Yes, it it was the one person you don't think it is. (laughs) That's that's what you could say.
0: Well, that's what a a good murder mystery thriller should always be, right? Because if it's who you think it is, then there's probably not much joy in getting to the end, right?
1: Right. (laughs) Yes.
0: Um, How important do you think a great villain is to a thriller novel?
1: A great villain is everything. And if you can keep them behind the scenes, like to surprise the reader at the end, it's even better.
0: Excellent, so what do you think it is about sharp objects that makes you want to keep turning the pages, or would you describe it as a page turner at all?
1: Oh, it's definitely a page turner it well it's it's small it's it's a thin book, so it's not it's not one of those big giant tomes that you know you sit down and devour over a course of a week, you read it in a day. Uh, <laughs> I couldn't put it down. I just had to find out who did what and if this girl was going to completely crash and burn before the end. <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. And in some ways, it's kind of like a, a hard boiled detective noir, right? Because in a in a hard boiled detective story, you're never sure if the uh the detective is going to drink himself to death before he solves the mystery, right? That's right. sort of a, the ticking clock. Is he gonna is he going to solve the mystery or is he going to unravel from from his demons? And it felt like um Cam- Camille, is that the, yeah, the protagonist's yes. name? Yeah, Camille, Camille was very much the same way. And from what I remember from the book, you learn some very surprising things about her as the book goes along. And I don't want to say anything because it, it get into major spoilers. But but Camille isn't who you think she is at the beginning of the book. By about a quarter or halfway through, you learn some very interesting things about her, um, uh, about her backstory, and about her present, about her. Uh, her body, I guess I would say, you learned something very interesting about her early on in the book.
1: Yes. Um, that did take me by surprise, but then once I learned her family history, like how her mom was, it made complete sense.
0: <clears throat> Do you think that Sharp Objects has a specific theme?
1: Um, as far as themes go, I think it's it's like no one is completely lost, but that's what I took from it. Someone may take something else but um you know you everyone is redeemable like you can fix yourself if you try hard enough
0: okay so so it's like as uh, however broken Camille is she can still put herself back together sort of maybe through the action of solving solving the crime she gets a chance to redeem herself
1: Yes, I think she came to terms with a lot of things that happened to her when she was younger, and she kind of battled those demons as she went through, and I thought that was very interesting.
0: Okay, interesting. So sort of like repairing the mistakes and the trauma of the past through. Because yeah. from what I remember, there's a lot, of, a lot of Camille thinking, viewing her hometown now with adult eyes, because she hasn't been back in a long time, right? Right. From what I remember right, she's grown up moved away and now she's come back and so she's viewing viewing her hometown through the lens of of adult eyes that she didn't have before right Right. um so if this is your favorite thriller what's the one thing about this book that makes it stand head and shoulders above any other thriller you could have picked to be your favorite
1: well i like gillian flynn because she's very twisted she makes you think about the main character and the way that they've been treated there in their lives um it seems to be kind of a running theme through her books you know uh, affluent girl who ends up falling off the the wagon or or jumping the train and then comes back together in some way well except for gone girl but um you know comes back together in some way um by the end of the book it's just all of her books are amazing, but this one in particular, I think it was because of the way that she described the main character and wasn't afraid to go all the way. Do you know what I mean? She didn't, she didn't Mm -hmm. hold back any, anything. It was, it was very, if, if it offended you, oh well, (laughs) it was very in your face. I like it.
0: So why is it, why is it preferable to Gone Girl or Dark Places?
1: Um, well, I didn't read those books. I did read the screenplay for *Gone Girl* because I found it fascinating. But um, I did I did not read *Dark Places* yet. Um, I watched the movie with Charlize Theron, and wow, it was amazing. But um, the reason that she just I don't know. It was I don't I don't really I can't really answer that question. I don't really have an answer for that one.
0: Okay. That's fine. (laughs) No problem, Joe. Um, so what other what other stuff do you like reading? Who are your other favorite thriller authors?
1: Robin Cook. Oh my goodness. I love Robin Cook. The medical thrillers. Um he he was a he's a doctor, and Mm -hmm. so all of his medical thrillers are based in fact. And I find them incredibly interesting. I've learned so much from reading fiction, it's ridiculous.
0: Uh cool. And all right, Joe. what book of yours do you want to talk about today?
1: Um, we can talk about Emancipation. This one. This Tobias. Um, this was my first foray into true dark thrillers. And it's about a serial killer that's sitting on death row for a series of murders that you know the whole way through the book he committed. Um, but there's a an attorney trying to get him out. And she's young and beautiful and smart and... He manipulates her all the way through the book. It's amazing.
0: <laughs> wow. Interesting. Yeah. So that's part of the Pen Pals and Serial Killers series, right?
1: Yes. It's a series of books that are standalones, but they have crossover characters. So you'll okay. see some of your favorite characters from Emancipation, Provocation, and then into Intensification and the House. And coming up in Manipulation, you get, um, you get one of those first characters from – um, I think it's, yeah, it's, it's intensification. The detective's brother shows up in the next book. So
0: what's the general, uh, through line or the thrust of this whole series?
1: Um, it's mostly everything is from the serial killer's perspective. So you don't really get that outsider look inside. Um, the only, the only exception to that is manipulation because I'm manipulating you as much as the murderer is manipulating the main character so <laughs> mm,
0: interesting yeah. so that was the pen pals and serial killers series and the first book is called emancipation one yes. serial killer plus one beautiful attorney equals one thrilling game of cat and mouse by best-selling author joe michaels that's a nice hook uh <laughs> joe is there anything else that i haven't asked you about that you uh, wish we could talk about do you want to take back your strawberry answer or no, you, my strawberry
1: you, answer was
0: perfect. <laughs> sticking with strawberries. So, all right. Uh, I'm not judging. I'm just giving you a chance if you if you um, thought about it, if you wanted to go with raspberry or rhubarb or um, iceberg lettuce. Nope. Sticking with strawberries?
1: Strawberries in there. I
0: just want to make sure that you don't have any regrets when we're done here.
1: <laughs> no, I never regret anything that I say. Wow. On camera.
0: That is, that is bold, <laughs> and I, I, I applaud your boldness.
1: I just go
0: with it. All right. Well, this has been your favorite thriller. I've been talking with Joe Michaels, and we talked about Sharp Objects by Gillian Flynn. And we also talked about Emancipation, Pen Pals, and Serial Killers, Book One. Joe, thank you so much for coming on the show today. Oh,
1: it was my pleasure. Thanks for having
0: me, Jim. All right. Hey, it's Jim Heskett here. I hope you enjoyed that interview on the Your Favorite Thriller podcast, talking with thriller authors about the thriller books that they enjoy, plus their own work, and also some occasional silliness thrown in just for fun. I want to let you know about a couple things I've got going on. If you will go to jimheskett.com forward slash reader group, you can get free thriller books which I'm guessing you'll like because if you're listening to the show, you probably like thriller books. Well, how about getting some for free? Also, if you go to jimheskett.com forward slash contest, you can get uh, a chance to win free stuff and all it will cost you is your email address. That's j-i-m-h-e-s-k-e-t-t dot c-o-m forward slash c-o-n-t-e-s-t jimheskett.com forward slash contest. Thanks for listening to the show. I really appreciate it. If you enjoy the show and if you're getting stuff out of it, I would love it if you could go online to Apple Podcasts and the Google Play Store or Stitcher and leave me a rating and review in the Apple Podcasts app. It's super easy to do. All you have to do is scroll down below the show. You can tap a button to rate and then you can write a quick review. You don't have to write a freaking book. You can just be 10 seconds worth of hey this is the best show ever or you know whatever you want to say i don't want to put words in your mouth but anyway i really appreciate you listening and i hope you will stick around this podcast only comes out from time to time so just stay subscribed and when new episodes are ready they will magically drop on your phone thanks have a great day